Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Would you be the jerk for not going on a family vacation because your parents wouldn't let you bring your boyfriend along? We'll get to that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for taking my kids to my parents' house to sleep because my husband will not enforce the rules when his parents visit? We live three blocks away from my parents and they see our kids almost every day. Her husband's parents live a couple states away and only see the kids a few times a year. It's easy when we go see them since we only visit when the kids are off school, but when they come see us, it's at random intervals throughout the year. Not a problem really, they're excellent grandparents, with one small exception. They think our rules go out the window when they visit. It's mean that we don't make their kids their favorite food every day. Why can't the kids watch TV with them before they do their chores and homework? Why do the kids have to be in bed so early? It drives me crazy that I'm the bad guy because my husband won't put his foot down so I have to do it. They came last week. On Monday, as soon as dinner was over, they wanted the kids to pay attention to them. They wanted to take the kids to see Avatar. On a school night, My husband allowed it. Last straw. I told him that he knew that throwing the kids off their schedule screwed me over. So I gave him the choice of either enforcing our rules or I would. He said he would take care of it. Second night, there was a hockey game on. He wanted to watch it with our son who loves hockey. I reminded my husband that our son had chores to do and homework. He said it was just a hockey game. I told the kids to get their stuff. I took them and a change of clothes and their homework to my parents' house. My mom and dad will watch them and then take them to school in the morning. I went back home and they were waiting for me. I'm being a controlling and abusive person by denying them time with the kids. I'm not the only person allowed to make decisions regarding the kids. They came all this way to see them and I'm being a jerk by keeping them on a schedule. Fine. They are visiting for a couple of weeks. Wednesday after I picked up the kids from school and dropped them off at my home with my in-laws, then I went out for the first time in ages. I told my husband I would be out late and didn't want to wake anyone, so I'd be at my parents' house. Did the same thing Thursday through tonight. My husband's been calling and texting and coming over to tell me I need to come home because the house is a disaster and his parents won't do anything. They're on vacation and they're there to see the kids, not clean up. The kids are having a fun time with no rules and he's been contacted by the school because no homework was turned in on Thursday or Friday. I didn't answer those texts. I said I would be back after his parents left, or he enforced the rules. He said I was taking it too far and that it was affecting his work. Honestly, tough crap. I think it's nice just for OP to be able to pull back that magic mom curtain where things magically get done and things are magically always on schedule. All I know is if I was an OP situation, I'd be upset too because things gotta keep on ticking. Also, hi. I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for leaving my wife an infant to attend a funeral? My wife and I recently had our first baby, and she's three months old now. A few weeks ago, my family was hit with a massive, massive tragedy. I'm still struggling to come to terms with it. I wanted to travel to the funeral, 
but my wife didn't want to come with the baby. She didn't want me to go either and said I should be spending the time with her and our daughter, and once she's a little older we can all go to visit my family. I tried to explain this is important for me, but she wouldn't hear it. Mind you, I was planning to go for less than three days. Left the night before the funeral and flew back the morning after. I went last week, and during this time my sister-in-law came and stayed with my wife. My wife is mad at me and said it was selfish of me to go, and my priority should be them right now. I really don't think I did anything wrong here, but my wife and even my sister-in-law said what I did was completely wrong. Here for opinions because I guess we're all biased one way or another. In my opinion, I understand why OP's wife feels the way they do, but it was only three days. It is a one-time thing. It's not like OP's taking a quick trip to Vegas to gamble for a few nights with the boys. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife to lighten up over a cheating joke my coworker made? My wife and I ran into our coworker earlier today. He's never met her. I introduced her to him. He jokes around often, and when I introduced them to each other, he said, I thought Alexis was your wife. She's a coworker. Him and I laughed, but not my wife. He noticed because he got serious and said, I'm kidding. Nice to meet you. After we got home, my wife asked me who Alexis was. I told her she's a co-worker. She then asked me, so what's that all about? I told her if she's serious and it was clearly a joke to lighten up a little. That didn't help and she said to never laugh at things like that. I thought it was a harmless joke. Needless to say, she wasn't happy still when I left. Am I the jerk? It's one thing if everybody's in the know but she clearly doesn't understand and there seems to be a lot of context about who this lady is and why there's making that joke. That's going way over her head and I mean I feel like a lot of people would be a bit put off by that experience. This next story is, am I the jerk for pulling my daughter from a water park trip because her teacher made her stay with a kid she doesn't like? My daughter Bryn, female, 9, is going on a trip to a nearby water park with her class next week. She loves water and has been talking about it for months, so I was a bit thrown off when she came home crying a few days ago and told me she didn't want to go. I asked her why, and she wouldn't tell me because she thought I'd think she's a bad person. When I finally coaxed it out of her, she said her teacher, Miss N, had forced her to be the buddy of her classmate Ben for the entirety of the trip. She was to ride the bus with Ben to and from the trip, eat lunch with him and go on all the rides with him instead of spending time with her friends. She then said nobody likes Ben because he whines whenever they have to do work and picks his nose and wipes boogers everywhere. I was horrified, not only because Miss N had made Bryn do such a thing, but also because she had made her believe she was a bad person for not wanting to. Unfortunately, this wasn't my first experience with Miss N, as she frequently used my soft-spoken, intelligent older daughter as a behavior buffer for the naughty boys, until I threatened to report her to the superintendent. It's clear to me that Miss N is still too comfortable with enforcing archaic gender roles on her kids and forcing girls to do unpaid emotional labor for the sake of the boys. I immediately sent Miss N an email condemning her actions. She sent me back an email with a bunch of BS that basically ended with, If Bryn goes on the trip, she has to be Ben's buddy. Fine. I informed her Bryn would not be attending then. I immediately booked VIP tickets the same day her class was going, so she could still go to the park and see her friends. What happened next, I wasn't expecting. Bryn is quite popular, so I've gotten to know a lot of the moms in her class. 
When I let them know what Miss N did, some of them were so horrified that they also pulled their kids out of the trip. In total, eight kids out of a class of 20 are either not going or going with us. Today, I got an email from Miss N saying that because almost half the class isn't going, they either have to raise the cost for the other students or not go at all. She practically begged me to let Bryn go and tell all the other parents to let their kids go, promising she wouldn't make Bryn do anything she didn't want to do. I told her she should have thought about that before she tried to make my daughter do her job. My husband said I was being a bit petty and that Miss N clearly feels bad about what she did and I should let Bryn go as I've already gotten my way. He asked me if I really wanted to deprive children of what they've been waiting for all year. The thing is, if this wasn't Miss N's first offense, I probably would have agreed. But she has a pattern of this type of behavior and hopefully this will put a stop to it. Plus, if she has to explain this to her superiors, I have receipts. Is my husband right? Or am I justified? I definitely would have a guilty conscience for all the other kids that didn't get to go because of this, but I totally understand why OP did what they did. Has there ever been a kid that enjoyed being forcefully paired up with somebody they didn't necessarily want to be paired up with? I know people personally that told me horror stories of how there was some kid in their class that was lonely and so they had to go spend time with them and like hold their hand or something. And it's just weird and honestly creepy. This next story is, am I the jerk for removing every single toy slash baby item from my parents' house? So a little backstory, I, 24-year-old female, and my husband, 26-year-old male, due to financial struggles, have to live with my parents. We're staying here until I can get a remote job and he can get a better one where we can actually afford to save money to buy a house. We live in a two-story house with unfortunately only one kitchen which is downstairs. My husband and I, along with our children, live upstairs and my parents live downstairs. We spend most of the day downstairs because my children enjoy spending time with my mother and she helps me out a lot with them. Anyway, we call the upstairs our house and the downstairs their house. We offered to pay rent and utilities in the past, but my father refused to accept any money from us. We insisted a few times, but decided to let it go when he wouldn't budge. My father is a truck driver, so he's home every two weeks or so. My grandmother from my mother's side is currently visiting from Europe, so there's a lot of people in the house. We have two boys, a two and a half year old and a nine month old. My nine month old recently started crawling, so I decided to get him a playpen for when we're downstairs. When I wanted to assemble it downstairs, my father told me to go assemble it upstairs, cause there's enough crap here that everyone trips over anyways. Okay, no problem. I went upstairs and assembled it, to which my mother got mad because I didn't assemble it downstairs as she and I discussed it before. My father threw a tantrum because I have so many baby things downstairs. And yes, there was a crib, a bouncer, and now there would also be a playpen for the little one. My mother got upset and brought the playpen downstairs, to which my father said, Oh yeah, bring more crap here, there's not enough. With the crib and the bouncer and the toys, yeah, why don't you bring that crap here too? This hurt me because, in not so many direct words, he basically told me that my son's stuff bothers him. It made me feel like my son's presence bothers him as well, so I got upset and removed everything that was my son's and brought them upstairs. 
I was so pissed off about it because no one ever thinks about my feelings, especially my father. He always says the most hurtful things and doesn't even care or realize how much his words hurt me. Anyway, a little after I brought everything upstairs, my grandmother came to me and told me that I don't know how to act. I'm disrespectful towards my father by doing that blah blah. Like excuse me? Now it's somehow made to be my fault? I've changed my view of my grandmother after I had my kids. My word means nothing when it comes to my children and what I say. The way my father talks to me like I'm a doormat, but if I stand up for myself, she will be the first one to tell me to shut up because I'm a child and that I shouldn't talk back. I'm just so done with these people. I'm actually considering moving to my in-laws who live in Germany just to get away. So Reddit, am I the jerk? I think he can be totally justified in being uncomfortable with how much stuff is around, but let's be real, it's just their demeanor, right? Nobody deserves to have to deal with somebody who's just a total jerk like that. I sympathize with the father, I get why they feel the way they do, but I hate being around people that display the kind of behavior he does. The passive-aggressive, oh yeah, bring more crap down here, all it does is just instigate. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not letting an elderly woman have my son's seat on the bus? Alright, so my son, 17, has weekly therapy appointments that I take him to. Unfortunately, my husband let our daughter borrow his car and then had an emergency at work, so he had to use my car, so my son and I had to take the bus. It wasn't ideal, but I'd rather the bus than miss an appointment. While it isn't my place to share why he goes to therapy, I will say that he will often forget to eat. I usually make sure he's fed, but due to the mess in the morning, it slipped my mind. The bus wasn't too crowded, but all the seats were taken. My son wasn't doing too well, and I could tell he was feeling dizzy from the hunger in the bus. So the second someone got off their seat, I sat him down. I then tried to find a chocolate bar I had in my bag. While this is happening, I noticed an elderly woman and her adult daughter standing beside us. I didn't pay much attention until the daughter tapped me on the shoulder. She asked if my son could move so that her elderly mother could have a seat. I felt really bad. I really did, but my son was not doing great and standing would make it harder. I had found the chocolate and he was eating it slowly, but if he stood up right then, I can assure you he would have fainted. I apologized to her and explained that my son wasn't feeling well. She rolled her eyes at me and said that she saw him standing earlier and that he's a young, healthy teenage boy. He'll be fine. I apologized once again and told her that he wasn't feeling well and that if he was, then he himself would have offered her a seat. The daughter told me to look at her mother and I admit the poor woman looked really tired, but I couldn't. My son had started to lean against me, so I told the woman one last time I was sorry and to ask someone else. I then heard both of them whispering and calling me an entitled witch. And when we got off the bus, a woman that got off with us said that a teenage boy can handle standing more than an elderly woman can and that she hopes someone treats me like that when I'm her age. My son was so out of it, I don't think he even noticed or cared, but I can't get this off my mind. Am I the jerk? A totally unrelated woman thought I was along with the two. I wasn't sitting down and didn't have a seat. I think OP's not the jerk, I think they're just victims of circumstance. It just looks bad. They're going to wish you and your firstborn terrible lack of seat pain and misery for all of eternity for what you've done here today. But I don't think anybody given the circumstances can say that OP's the jerk. Our next story is, am I the jerk for picking up my kids for scheduled custody time? 
I have four kids from prior relationships, and my wife has one. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. She has full custody of our son, but I have two of my kids here full time and weekends for the other two. My wife gave birth on Wednesday and came home from the hospital on Thursday. The kids and I have been doing our best to keep the house as quiet and relaxing for her as possible. On Friday, she asked me not to pick my youngest kids up because she feels the house is already unbearable with three kids and five is too much. I told her she knows that isn't possible. That's not how custody agreements work. Besides, how would that make my kids feel? She said she just gave birth, so her feelings are important. I said I'm not flaking on my kids, so we need to figure something else out. Friday, when it's time for me to pick up all the kids, my wife was napping. I didn't want to potentially wake her, so I told my oldest, he's 19, to hold the baby until I got back. When I got back with all the kids, my oldest and wife were screaming at each other. The best I can tell is that she woke up and went looking for me. My son told her where I went, she called me a thoughtless jerk, my son called her a hateful witch, and then they started screaming at each other. I got the kids to all go outside for a bit while I talked to my wife. She said I was an unbelievably selfish jerk that couldn't even give her a break for one weekend. She said none of this would have happened if I hadn't insisted on picking up my younger kids. She said she wanted my oldest to leave, but I said that wasn't an option. She locked herself in our room. I get that childbirth is harder than I'll ever know and she's exhausted, but I don't feel like what she asked for is something I can give. Was I a jerk for insisting on getting my kids? I mean, OP is legally bound to via the custody agreement. It's not like this is gonna be a surprise, right? Like, this isn't something OP sprung on their wife. They've been doing this assuredly all this time leading up to this moment. Our next story is, am I the jerk for keeping a dog my daughter doesn't like? Growing up, I always wanted a dog, but our apartment complex didn't allow them. Then, thanks to finances and situations, it didn't quite pan out in adulthood either. Now that we have a bigger house and the kids are older, 14 and 8, wife and I have now decided now is the time. We got the kids a dog for Christmas. The only problem is my younger daughter doesn't like the dog at all. We thought she just needed time to adjust, but even now, she recoils if the dog comes near her. She doesn't pet him or even talk to him. She doesn't want to take part in caring for him as part of her chores. My older daughter's good with walking him because she runs after school anyway, but even she can't get her sister interested in helping being a dog parent. My younger daughter outright says she wishes the dog would go away. Wife and I had a discussion and decided this won't be an option. Her main complaint is that the dog is too loud and has chewed up her toys. I understand where she's coming from, but the dog is just a puppy, so obviously it won't be doing that forever. 
We don't want her to be unhappy, but the rest of the family likes the dog and we're sure she'll get used to it. Am I the jerk? Definitely not the jerk for keeping the dog, but you definitely are the jerk in my eyes if you keep forcing her to interact or try to take care of this dog. When from the get-go they showed no interest and they reap no benefit from the dog. Like it would be one thing if they played with them or enjoyed being with them but also did nothing to take care of them. But they've been utterly consistent in that they want nothing to do with the dog so let them be and don't let the dog burden them in any way. Our next story is am I the jerk for going nuclear and staying at a hotel? I'll try to keep it short. I suffer from migraines and type 1 diabetes. We were advised to not try and get pregnant due to my lack of control of my blood sugars. It happened and it sucks, although I've been monitoring it so much better and been doing much better. One, I ask my husband constantly to turn the sleeves of his tops the right way in. He wears two to three tops a day. If he goes to the gym, it's three, two if he's going out, which nine out of ten does, and he doesn't. So I'm ironing ten tops each week at minimum and it just gets so annoying to constantly be turning in the sleeves. Two, I ask him once a week to unload the dishwasher and get rid of the rubbish. I do it the rest of the time. Rubbish wasn't emptied, and when I opened a cupboard, a few plates fell out and one fell on me, which hurts more than it sounds like. Three, I had a migraine. I asked him to keep the lights off and keep it quiet, and he insisted on A, playing loud music, and B, turning the lights on. I just lost it. I'm so uncomfortable and it's like I feel like I ask the minimum. So I told him I wouldn't be having two children and asked him to leave. He wouldn't so I texted my brother and they came and made him leave. He texted me, I since calmed down, and saying I'm the jerk because I overreacted, went nuclear and can't do that when I have the baby. He's insisting I apologize. Am I the jerk? See what OP's expressing here, if this is just the whole thing, is not a lot of them and it's just a matter of being considerate to your significant other from the husband i mean the real way to deal with it is go head on stop ironing the shirts and like op did go to a hotel if they can't be considerate when you have a migraine and you're pregnant or forcing him to our next story is am i the jerk for wearing a romper and not a dress at a wedding I, 16, gender fluid, was recently at a close relative's wedding with my family. Just guests, not as part of the bridal party or anything. The dress code, the bride told us, and that was on the invite, was that women wore dresses and men had to wear something similarly formal, for example, a suit. I'm a female at birth, so I was told that I would have to wear a dress. I don't identify as a woman, however, so I wasn't comfortable with this and asked for a potential compromise on my outfit. She insisted that I wore a dress. Cut to when my family were ordering their wedding clothes and figuring out their outfits. My parents asked if I'd found anything suitable, and I sent them a link to the romper that very much looks like a dress at first glance. It's genuinely not noticeable unless you look closely at the bottom part that's not a skirt. We got the romper. It arrives and everything's fine. I wore it to the wedding, and for the first part everything seems okay, until I'm pulled along too hard by a kid and end up tripping and falling face first, sprawled out on the floor. As everyone nearby gathers around to see what happened, the bride notices that the bottom part of my outfit is shorts and not a skirt, and loses her crap and starts screaming at me that she made it clear I needed to wear a dress, and she said that I was being selfish by going against her wishes on her special day. 
I'm pretty sensitive and also hate loud noise as I'm autistic, so I start crying because the mix of pain from scraping my leg and her loud voice yelling is enough to overstimulate me pretty badly. My cousin leads me away to treat my wound. The bride stalks off, still fuming, and won't speak to us for the rest of the night until we eventually leave at the end of the wedding. I was reassured by some members of my family that I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm still super hung up over it and wondering if it was bad of me to wear that. OP actually posted a link to an image of the romper that they wore, and it literally is a dress. It just has, like, shorts underneath. Or it has, like, an outer layer that literally just looks like a dress while the underlayer is shorts. I think the bride was being needlessly restrictive and was weirdly hung up over this. The fact that it took a trip and a fall and for them to rush up and see you while you're sprawled out to decide whether or not it was acceptable, I think it means it was plenty acceptable. Our next story is, am I the jerk for picking my stepdaughter up early from her mom's house? My husband has a 9 year old daughter, Maya, from a previous relationship. We have her on weekdays and she's with her mom on weekends. Maya has a weak immune system. She doesn't get sick too often, usually a few times a year, but when she does, it kicks her butt. Last weekend, she started running a fever. Her mom called us, told us that Maya was sick, and offered to keep her until she recovers, because she was recently laid off and doesn't start a new job for a few more weeks. Here's the thing with Maya's mom. She recently became interested in homeopathic remedies and eastern medicine, We've gotten into arguments before about vaccinations and medicine for a chronic illness, but as far as my husband and I knew, she didn't have a problem with short-term over-the-counter meds like Tylenol or cold medicine, so we agreed to let Maya stay with her mom. Maya texted me a couple days ago saying she wanted to come home. I asked if everything was okay and she said yes, but she didn't want to be at her mom's house anymore and wanted me to pick her up. My husband was working late, so I went to pick her up. Her mom didn't want to let me in at first, but I eventually got to Maya. She looked horrible. Apparently her mom didn't know any natural cures for whatever Maya had, but thought letting it run its course without any medicine would be healthier than giving her medicine. I called my husband and he met us at the house and took her to urgent care. I'm taking some time off work to take care of her while she recovers. The problem is her mom is furious with us for picking her up early and keeping Maya home on her weekend and for disregarding her input on Maya's health. Am I the jerk for picking her up early and keeping her here during her mom's weekend? She was sick. That's the end all be all. If you gotta take your kid to the urgent care, you can't be the jerk for ending whatever they were doing prior to that early. This next story is, am I the jerk for only referring to my daughter by her given name? My wife and I have three children. My parents brought up five kids and my dad would call us our names. Our nicknames and random names he thought we had. Boy, girl, son, daughter, or hey you. When we had our kids, I did the same. Until my oldest, my daughter, brought it up at a meeting with her counselor that it made her feel bad that I called her names like that, so I stopped. I talked to my sons and they were both fine with it. Sometimes when I call out boy, they yell back me boy or him boy. But since that meeting, I've never referred to my daughter by anything other than her name. Other than that, our relationship's not changed. I accepted that she did not want to be treated a certain way. Last summer, we had a family reunion. My parents were the guests of honor since it was also their 50th anniversary. We live across the country, so it was the first time that my wife and kids were around so much of my family at once. 
It was a great time, and all of my relatives were yelling for their kids constantly, and my daughter was the only one that was only being called by name. No one made a deal about it or anything. Last week, I was asked to meet with her counselor again. It turns out she's feeling excluded by my family because they don't call her girl or hey you. She's mad at me for having fun nicknames for her brothers, but only calling her by her name. I asked if she remembered why that started. She said that I embarrassed her in front of her friends by calling her girl, and that she'd asked that I call her by her name. So now I'm confused. She had no problem being called by her name for over a year. Now that she's seen that it's how my family is, which she knew before because we'd gathered together before in smaller groups, she wants to be called nicknames and stuff again, which is fine. So I asked if she wanted me to limit her nicknames to private family time? For example, when I take them to the movies, I'll call them by her name, boy number one and hey you, which was something she had brought up as rude before. She said I was cherry picking situations and that I should just know. I don't since I cannot read her mind. She's 16, her brothers are 14 and 13. At the reunion, my dad and uncles all referred to me as fat boy. I'm 6 foot 1 and 275 pounds. They're all short, jealous, Hispanic bean poles. I really sympathize with OP here because this is a definite hot and cold situation. She's saying, don't call me that, but also call me that because I want to feel included. There's a top comment reply to this post that's great and I think it's almost fitting to a T that says, she's a teenager and sometimes they'll argue with themselves via you as proxy. I think that's pretty spot on. I think it's a manifestation of her feeling wanting to be included, but also not wanting to be embarrassed and just kind of dealing with that through OP. Our next story is, am I the jerk for backing out of a family vacation because parents are allowing stepsis to bring her boyfriend, but not mine? I don't think I'm wrong in backing out, but I've got people telling me otherwise. If anyone's curious, I'm 22 and my stepsister is 24. So we're going to Canada on vacation with my mom's side of the family. Mom, stepdad, two stepsisters, this post is about Annie, fake name, brother-in-law, and stepbrother. Parents wanted to be a close family vacation, which I can get, so no friends, boyfriend, girlfriend, so on, are invited. I would have liked my boyfriend to come, but I didn't mind until I heard my parents were changing the rules. Annie has a medical condition. She's a lot closer to her mom than my stepdad, her bio dad, and stepdad says he doesn't think he can spend the time with Annie if she needs assistance. They're allowing Annie to bring her boyfriend because apparently she feels the most comfortable around him and he can support her if needed. I think it's hypocritical of them to allow Annie to bring her boyfriend, but not mine. She would have her dad there, also us, which is supposed to be the point of the family vacation. I told them I also feel comfortable around my boyfriend, so if that's the reason he should be allowed to come too. Stepdad said no, and my mom said she gets my point, but Annie isn't the same as us. I told them if they're going to change the rules like this, I don't want to go. Now mom is pissed at me and said I'm being selfish about our vacation. Am I the jerk? Apparently OP replied in the comments that Annie's been dating their boyfriend for three years, but honestly I wouldn't call him a boyfriend, more a caregiver. I think he's with her because he feels sorry for her. So I think irregardless of the medical condition and the reasoning behind that, I think OP showed their true colors plenty in just that comment. 
But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 